the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Our world has changed, and we've got you covered. Around the clock, 24-7. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden's overall numbers still falling. George Williams has the latest on the disturbing news from the White House. Politics.com publishes an online average of political polls. As of Friday, Mr. Biden's approval is only 41%, while his disapproval stands at 54.6%. On issues of the economy, that gap widens to less than 38% approve to nearly 60% disapprove. When the topic focuses on inflation, that gap widens even more to only 31% approve and 64.5% disapprove. In drilling down to the question of direction of the country, the president's approval falls to only 23% who believe the country's headed in the right direction and almost 66% who say it's heading in the wrong direction. George Williams reporting. And this is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Donald Trump has been indicted, formally charged with 37 counts related to his keeping and handling of classified documents and alleged obstruction of justice. Trump responds. If the communists get away with this, it won't stop with me. All this and more. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. It's AM 1280, The Patriot. Time to look at your weather forecast. Tonight's low around 65 degrees. Expect some rain throughout your late evening and early overnight hours. Into Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high around 78 degrees. Check out SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com, one of the best streaming platforms out there. And guess what? It doesn't require a monthly fee. Executive produced by Salem Media Group at SalemNow.com. Stay tuned. Another full hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network coming up. It's AM 1280, The Patriot. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Wind Beneath the Right Wing, the show that says, bring us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. No, this isn't Mitch Berg. The jig is up. It's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for the headliner, Mitch Berg, and his broadcast. Mitch away on assignment, but uh, fear not, Mitch will be in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. But, hey, we are here to take your phone calls, by the way, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for comments or questions. And don't forget, we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So if you're not following our Facebook page, why the heck not? Uh, Just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give us a like and a follow if you have not done so. And again, we have the live stream up and running where I am waving to the camera right now. So... We appreciate any way that you happen to be tuning in. Maybe if you're listening in the aftermath via the podcast. Thank you so much, as always, for your support. I do want to uh, take a transition, talk some uh, politics, because, well, we are a political talk show, primarily, let's be honest. And uh, I've been, uh, we've been breaking down a lot about how the uh, DFLers, Minnesota Democrats, have been doing the proverbial victory lap, spiking of the football, whatever else, in the aftermath of this latest session. And it it seems like kind of a Minnesota thing in general where Minnesotans are so needy. They'll they'll, they'll just, like, uh, search for uh, a reason, you know, for any national notoriety. I mean, I've talked about this before. Uh, when the Mueller report came out in early 2019, I believe that came out. Remember, that was the report 
that indicated there was no evidence that then-President Trump, when he was a candidate for president, colluded with Russia in order to win the 2016 election. Okay, And I remember one of the local news stations came on, and they on their Facebook page, their story was, oh, look at this, the Mueller report mentioned the state of Minnesota once. They mentioned the word Minnesota was showed up once in the Mueller report. I mean, seriously? that That's how pathetic and, and needy we've become? Well, imagine what uh, the needy progressives are feeling like here in uh, Minnesota when all of the national notoriety has come about regarding this radical left agenda. Now, of course, uh, the uh, metrocrats don't see this last session as radical. Okay. They see it as they see it as quote unquote progress. And the amazing thing about it is that the chiding of Republicans being extreme are not going to stop uh, in this, uh, in this next uh, election cycle. And I'll, I'll probably get to that in a uh, later segment, but I, I, did want, you know, I was kind of setting this all up because I'm talking about all these victory laps people are taking. Ken Martin put out a tweet talking about how Minnesota is this uh, uh, beacon of progress and whatever. And this was during the session when a lot of this stuff was being passed, whether it was abortion on demand or uh, the state becoming a, tra- a uh, sanctuary state for trans youth. So basically, if kids under 18 want to defy their parents and get shot up with uh, puberty blockers and other kind of hormones and other quote-unquote gender-affirming care, they can, and then the state won't turn them back to their to their parents. Or, you know, we have an $18 billion surplus, and every red cent of that was spent, and then, then some. Then they decided to increase taxes and fees and all, all that kind of stuff. And uh, they even slipped in a couple of uh, gun control measures, not nearly as much as they wanted, but believe me, they're going to make a play for it uh, in the uh, next session. So... Those of you who are not members of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, like I am, uh, that's probably your your place to go for that, gunowners.mn, by the way. So I, br- I bring all this up to say the latest member of the DFL to kind of do the victory lap, spike the proverbial football, whatever you want to call it, was Governor Tim Walls. And if Gabe, if we have cut number one ready. So it, I guess— Governor, are you uh, worried? Whoa, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. Uh, so last weekend— uh, Governor Tim Walls appeared on the N- NMSNBC show, uh, I think it was called Weekend with Capehart. Uh, Jonathan Capehart is the host of this particular broadcast. So uh, I'll just play the thing its entirety. Uh, Jonathan Capehart asked him the question and listen to uh, Tim Walls' response. Okay, Gabe, cut number one. Governor, are you worried that Republicans will be just as aggressive if they retake control of the state government? Maybe, but they won't do that because I think the issue here is, is you're going to go out there and campaign that we should allow guns in our schools more so. Look, I'm a hunter and a veteran. I can outshoot those guys. I own guns. And none of the things we did impedes that right. It's not a Second Amendment argument. So they're railing on that. They're railing that we should have had bigger tax cut for millionaires when we've got the most aggressive child tax credit in the country. We have already the fifth lowest childhood poverty, and we're going to make it the lowest. Those are things that are going to attract businesses, let people live here. And again, it's a very Midwestern value. Mind your own dang business. Um, This idea of demonizing our transgender children. um, We welcome folks here. We've always welcomed folks. I'm going to go over and celebrate uh, Minnesota's Refugee Day today. We are a state of immigrants, and we celebrate. Okay, so a bunch of straw men in there. Uh, I find it very interesting, you know, it's a very Midwestern value uh, to mind your own dang business. And a couple of interesting replies to that, you know, speaking of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, the senior vice president of the Gun Owners Caucus, Rob Dorr, uh, replied to that and said, hey, uh, Governor Walls, say I want to loan my, loan my deer gun to my uncle for the weekend. Will Minnesota mind their own dang business, or will they impose an arbitrary private registry on the process? Kind of a leading question there, because the background checks bill that uh, was passed during this last legislative session, basically saying if you want to loan your gun to someone, you have to file paperwork, pay a fee, 
and then to get your personal property back returned to you, you have to go through the process again. But hey, mind your own dang business, right, Governor? Uh, Max Reimer also replied to this. Uh, you know, it's funny, Governor Walls uh, says, mind your own dang business. Minnesota literally had a snitch line during COVID. So you could tell on your neighbors for having a barbecue. Yeah, I remember those. Absolutely. I remember those daily press conferences that Governor Walls would give during the height of the pandemic. He would talk about, you know, uh, we're, we're talking about shelter in place. You know, the, the, the more you should, we got to flatten the curve, 15 days to flatten the curve. That turned into hundreds of days to flatten the curve. Okay. Uh, you know, in order to flatten the curve, we've got to have everybody doing their part. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing uh, people are walking around on the beach. I heard of that going on this past weekend, so we've set up a uh, we set up a telephone line to kind of give us a few tips if people are out doing that. Wouldn't that have been a wonderful PR video? You basically uh, a tackle a sixty-year-old guy that just wants to feel the sand in his toes on a, on a summer day on the beach. Wouldn't that wouldn't that have been wonderful PR? And again, they they go through all these straw men, you know, demonizing trans youth. Well, no. What people object to to this being a sanctuary state for trans youth is you're undermining the parents who say, hey, this kid is under 18. This is my child. I'm responsible for this child. I do not consent to this child getting these kind of treatments when they're under the age of 18, when they're not, when they're not even an adult. Isn't that amazing? They, they make a law some years ago where uh, someone could be on their parents' health insurance until they're age 26. But then they supposedly can make life-altering decisions at age 14 if a boy wants to become a girl and get shot up with puberty blockers and all that stuff. But hey, mind your own dang, mind your own dang business, right, Governor? Never mind what the parents want. Just mind, mind your own dang business, huh? And another straw man, oh, they, oh, they, they just want all these... Uh, they just want to get all these guns in school. Governor, you, you do realize that if a district consents, teachers can already carry guns in school. You do realize this, right? Well, uh, there's plenty of, again, there's plenty of precedent for that if the governor wants to have an intellectually honest conversation. <laughs> I hi slay me. I almost got that out with a straight face. But seriously, if the governor wants to have a conversation on that, we can. Because there's plenty of precedent where courts have ruled that you are not entitled to police protection. So if police bungles a spree killing, like in Uvalde, Texas, where it was literally 40-some minutes before police engaged a shooter that killed several kids, parents got no grounds for a lawsuit. And so if I'm going to be in a, in a situation where I could potentially be a sitting duck if there's someone who on a whim decides to commit a spree killing and you're telling me I can't exercise that, my Second Amendment right? So, yeah, if you want to have that discussion, we can. But, you know, again, he's puffing out his chest in MSNBC. He's not going to get a lot of pushback on that, let's be honest. Uh, I mean, he talks about be, uh, mind your own dang business is a uh, Midwestern value. I guess self-awareness, however, isn't, is clearly not a left-wing value. And, and he's talking about how making this a more uh, hospitable climate for businesses. Has he looked at any of the census numbers recently? It is a mass exodus out of the state. And the uh, Census Bureau and, other, and, uh, and the Met Council, they can argue the numbers all they want, but the fact is it's been a negative net migration out of this state as of a few years ago. And obviously the numbers the subsequent couple of years are going to be coming out in due time. And I have a feeling that's not going to be reflecting very well. So if you think businesses are going to be coming to this climate after you blew through an eighteen billion dollar surplus and then enacted other tax increases on top of that. Uh, that that's just fantasy land. 
But of course, he he can just say all this stuff. But because because by the time all of these real consequences come come home to roost, basically, the governor will be probably collecting his government pension by then for all the years he served in Congress, and then subsequently is. Uh, at least two terms as governor. I don't know if he has desires to run for third term or not, but by the time a lot of this stuff uh, comes home to roost, you know, he's going to be living high off the hog. So, yeah, it's not his problem. But he can't he can't come out and say that. So, uh, again, uh, this is sheer gaslighting, and Ken Martin engaged in it uh, as well because in the immediate aftermath of the legislative session, a majority of Minnesota voters surveyed indicated that the state is moving in the wrong direction. Okay, I get it. Scott Jensen was found objectionable, and I get it. The Republicans are too extreme. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. You know, kind of bounce off that in, in a little while. But it's very clear that those who objected Republicans, those who are independents or even moderate Democrats, they didn't sign up for this, this what I've been regularly calling buffet of lunacy. So, again, uh, Republicans have to stand tall in 2024 because really the only opportunity to be a backstop is taking back the House because that's really the only area of consequence that Republicans have an opportunity uh, to take over given the Senate and the governor's office aren't up until 2026. So um, I'm sorry to say that uh, given the way some Republican Party leaders and office holders have been behaving of late, We're not really off to a good start. Yeah, I'll cover that in the next segment. And again, we're available to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's hashtag NARN show. And uh, follow our uh, live stream on our Facebook page. Leave a comment or question there as well. Brad Carlson in for Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. Go nowhere. From Zambroda to Zambia and Detroit Lakes to some lake in Detroit, we're where you are. Find Intelligent Talk anytime by streaming AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. George Orwell's book 1984 was supposed to be fiction, not a roadmap. He understood the importance of this mindset when he said, if liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Today, more than ever, our classrooms have become a place of conformity and not liberty. Join Rebecca Hagstrom and Abigail Johnson as they lead the conversation about what's required to take steps forward in putting these liberties back in our classrooms and our country. Education America tackles the biggest issues around education, including critical race theory, racial equity, school choice, and so much more. Tune into Education America. Save the classroom, save the country. Saturday evenings at 6 on AM 1280 The Patriot. Saving the classroom starts with being informed and being ready to stand up. Join Rebecca and Abigail Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Your Children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. What is dedication? People ask, how your children learn how to ride a bike and you didn't? I just created an environment where they taught themselves and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit Fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. Ah, but fear not. Mitch will be in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3, so hope you can tune in. But for now, I'm filling in on Mitch's broadcast, the headliner edition of the Narn. And here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And again, we have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where you can uh, check us out there. And, uh, yeah, leave a comment or a question on that uh, comment thread as well. And if you haven't, uh, if you're not, I should say, uh, following our NARN Facebook page or haven't liked our NARN Facebook page, hey, feel free to do that as well. And uh, we appreciate your support. Lo, these many years. So I ended the last segment by talking about how vital it is for Republicans to take over the Minnesota House next year. Because, of course, the DFL is going to have one more year of unfettered control uh, in the state of Minnesota, both chambers of the legislature and the governor's office. And this buffet of lunacy that they got through in 2023, they're just going to ramp it up in 2024. They wanted to do more with gun control, but they just kind of ran out of time, you know? So definitely there's going to be some more draconian proposals uh, on gun control. And some of the more moderate DFLers like uh, Senator Rob uh, Kupek and Senator Grant Hochschild and then uh, Senator uh, Judy Seberger, okay, they all voted uh, with the the Dems, okay? The Dems have just a one-seat majority in the Senate, so any of those three DFLers would have voted against those provisions. They wouldn't have passed, but I can't imagine the tremendous pressure they were under from the Metrocrat leadership in their caucus, you know? So uh, you're, you better hope one of those hold the line, and that's just one issue, okay? There are many more issues that are probably going to come down the pike. So my point is is that Republicans need to take back the House, in 2024. You know, I, I've talked ad nauseum about all of the policies that emerged and from this last session, and I don't know that there's a whole lot more I can say on the substance of these new laws, uh, but I will say now is a good time for right-of-center uh, activists to focus on helping rest control of the House from the DFL. So the tactic's going to be the same. I mean, the DFL, they, they go in every election cycle, you know, particularly their big political action committees. I don't know, is, is it still Alliance for a Better Minnesota, Elida Messengers, PAC, or I don't know what specifically it's called now. But whatever it is, it's an endless fount of money that they're going to pour into uh, or, or more against Republicans. And the ads are always the same. You know, so-and-so is an extreme Republican looking to enact extreme measures if they're elected. I mean, literally, and I do mean literally, all they do is substitute in the name of the Republican candidate and the DFL candidate. Very unoriginal, but you know what? They flood the zone in the respective districts where this race is, a given race has taken place, and, you know, people are influenced by it. And I, I said, after last session, I says, you know, the DFL and their well-funded PACs, they can no longer, or they no longer have any moral authority to label GOP candidates as extreme, given that buffet of lunacy I've talked about ad nauseum. You know, and, but they're going to do it anyways. So it should be easy to combat. You know, I mean, the example, you can use myriad examples. It's like, wait, 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 wait. You know, especially if it's a, a DFL incumbent. You, you voted for killing a child until literally moments before birth. But I, Republican candidate, am the one who's extreme? This state had a near $18 billion budget surplus, and not only did you vote to spend every penny, you also voted to increase taxes and fees in other areas? Oh, but I, Republican candidate, am out of touch? 
Say, uh, didn't you support legislation discriminating against institutions' constitutionally protected right to freely exercise a religion? Yeah? Oh, but, but, that, but that's not fringe behavior. And uh, given your vote declaring Minnesota a sanctuary state for trans youth, you must be okay with custodial parents having no say in the life-altering decisions their literal children are about to make. So uh, maybe you can explain to me, unenlightened Republican candidate, how that's not extreme. I mean, you know, I could give you example after example after example. This should be very easy to combat when they come at you with such and such generic Republican candidate is extreme right winger. You know, should be very easy to combat. So going forward. All anyone associated with the Republican Party of Minnesota has to do is not behave in a crazy, ill-advised manner so as to bring unwanted attention onto the party. Simple enough, right? Well, if you've paid even the slightest attention to the party over the past dozen years or so, Unfortunately, that's a that's a pretty big ask. Uh, this is from uh, the reform. Uh, let me get the website correct. Uh, MinnesotaReformer.com. Michelle Griffith is the author of this particular article. A J- GOP state senator and county chapters of the state Republican Party have shared their support on social media for the Scott County Republicans Facebook post comparing President Joe Biden to murderous tyrants Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, and Mao Zedong. They are doing so in defiance of the state party, which denounced the comparison. So kudos to Chair Han and and the rest. On June 10, the Scott County GOP posted on Facebook a meme with pictures of the dictators and Biden under the words, Leaders who have their political opponents arrested. The meme is an apparent reference to a grand jury indicting former President Donald Trump last week on charges relating to the mishandling of classified documents after leaving office and obstructing the government's efforts to get them back. Since the indictment, Republicans, including Minnesota Congressman Tom Emmer and Pete Stauber, has accused Biden with no evidence of weaponizing the U.S. Department of Justice against Trump. Okay, I'm going to take issue right here. Everything else I, you know, I agree with and, and, and I'm abhorred by. But the fact you're wanting to label Congressman Emmer and Stauber into this, I think, is is unfair. Yeah, they multiple things can be true. No one's denying, particularly not the congressman. I don't think they've come out and outright condemned Trump, but they're not denying that Trump may be guilty of a crime. You know, innocent until proven guilty, all that sort of thing. However, there is precedence for this. I mean, just the the constant caterwauling two plus years over Trump colluded with Russia. And that's how he won the 2016 election. Hell, there are still people who believe that despite the Mueller report saying that that did not happen. And yet that Trump was found after that exhaustive research as to have uh, not colluded with Russia. And Hillary Clinton, who had legitimately classified information go through her home-brewed server, not being brought up on charges. So it is fairly, it it is completely within reason to say that there is a two-tiered system of justice. So when Congressman Emmer and Stauber say that they're accusing the DOJ of weaponizing against Trump, well, can you, uh, can you, um, Make an opposite argument. What what uh, high high profile progressive that has in, been engaged in nefarious behavior? Uh, when have they been under serious investigation? I, I you know I think you know the answer to that. So my whole point here is, you know, don't make analogies to murderous tyrants. That's not that may be red meat to your fringe supporters, your fringe, the fringe members of your party. But that does absolutely zero to attract new voters. Okay, I'm not at all suggesting that elected Republican Party officials or party leaders, they have to lurch leftward in order to bring in new votes. No, there is plenty of opportunity to get moderates and independents on board with Republican candidates, particularly after what was passed this past legislative session. There is good opportunity there. But if you're going to label... A sitting U.S. president, I don't care which party, 
as analogous to hit uh, to Hitler. Okay, that's not going to bring in new people that are very willing to listen to your ideas going forward. It's just not so. Uh, sadly, there's not a lot of time left to continue recover to recover from making these unforced errors. So uh, let's just. Uh, I'm glad the state party condemned this wholeheartedly. Uh, let's not continue to make these errors. Okay, folks, is that too much to ask? Sadly, I think it may be. Brad Carlson in for Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised. Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised. Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Factories have demanded we sell 100 hot tubs and swim spas this week. Huge factory incentives, factory rebates. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Hot tubs starting at $2,999. Free delivery. Just relax and enjoy. 394 in Louisiana, St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Master Pool and Spa. Sale ends this Sunday. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. At AM1280, thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher's thoughts on prayer. What is it about the gun debate in America that makes the left mock prayer? Life is challenging and difficult. Prayer and our faith is lacking. I heard Mark Davis play a clip of somebody who said, you can take your prayers over shooting victims and put them where the sun don't shine. Saying that about prayer, when people pray for healing and comfort after a horrible crime or a death, and I want you to hear what religious bigotry sounds like, because that's just a bigot. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Tether the fork, we're gonna tether the fork, the mother sucker. Tether the fork, the sucker. Tether the fork, we're gonna tether the fork, the mother sucker. Tether the fork, the sucker. Tether the fork, we're gonna tether the fork. Hey, welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. It is a headliner edition of the Narn Sands. The headliner, Mitch Berg, who was away on assignment, is me. Again, Brad Carlson filling in for Mitch. Mitch will be in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3, so you can check out uh, his broadcast then. But, hey, we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And, again, we have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where you can leave a comment or question there as well as uh, as well as also watch the broadcast we thank you for tuning in so i was talking about the uh latest flap with some local 
party leaders, Republican Party leaders, as well as a Republican office holder. Uh, it was uh, Senator Nathan uh, Wiesenberg, a Republican out of Little, Fol- Little Falls, who uh, posted on or he replied to the MNGOP post condemning comparing Joe Biden to Hitler, Stalin and Zedong. And he basically said, apparently some people have problems with facts. You know, again, if our objective is for Republicans to take the House in 2024, this does not help one iota. If anything, it repels people. I mean, again, we we don't have enough time to recover from these unforced errors. It's crunch time, folks. Enough of this. So, again, if people want to blindly defend Trump, this latest indictment, talk about a two-tiered justice system, all of that is fair conversation. But what I am noticing about the latest objections to this indictment is people are not even talking about the substance of the indictment, which tells me that if they talk about substance, they're they're probably realizing, yeah, that's not a debate I really want to get into because they know that what Trump has done, you really can't excuse away. So instead of trying to excuse the inexcusable, people say, well, but Hillary, but 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 Biden, look at Biden. He had documents in his in his Delaware garage. And look at it, he's driving a Corvette out of that garage. It doesn't look awfully secure. And there's boxes piled up against the wall where apparently some of those documents were. And again, there has been no ruling made on Biden possessing the documents he had or depending upon what he had. We don't know specifically yet. OK, but again, I'm not going to defend Biden and I'm not going to defend uh, the uh, apparently there's some tapes coming out where he was taking bribes from Burisma. Not going to defend all that. And definitely not going to defend they're not at least being investigations into it. Just like I didn't just like when I was on the show in 2016, how outraged I was the decision not to to charge Hillary Clinton for very obviously keeping classified information on an unauthorized home server. And then the essentially the cover up that took place in the aftermath and FBI Director Comey excusing it away, saying, well, a reasonable prosecutor wouldn't take this on. Yeah, I all of that I expressed outrage for. So you can miss me with this. But Biden, but Hillary, all that kind of stuff, because believe me, I covered it in real time. This Trump indictment and the aftermath of it, it's in real time. And what I'm seeing that people, again, are missing is they're not willing to cover the substance of this. And to a certain extent, I will even give them a, a, I'll give them a slight pass, not a complete pass, because the indictment that the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg bought, brought against Trump over campaign finance uh, violations Okay, even Trump's biggest detractors were outraged over that. Not so much because it was a miscarriage of justice. I mean, some of these people have got Trump derangement syndrome so bad they don't care whether charges brought against him are just or not. They just want to see them stick. But they were so outraged because the feds were not even willing to take on that particular issue. And it seemed to be a federal campaign finance violation and not even they would take it on so where do you expect that the manhattan da is how is he going to make any hay out of this even trump's biggest attractor even mitt romney was coming out and saying yeah there's nothing there's nothing there there this is very clearly a political witch hunt so because that indictment kind of kicked off the indictments that are coming including the one out of fulton county georgia yeah you're going to get people or think this is little more than than crying wolf. But all that being said, that does not mean this latest one, this federal indictment, is illegitimate. And the fact that the Trump cultists were willing to criticize the substance or lack thereof of Alvin Bragg, Manhattan DA's indictment, and they're not addressing the substance of this latest federal indictment, tells me that they realize this one has some substance. Instead, they're going with the, uh, well, well, uh, yeah, well this, this, this is just a uh, political witch hunt, you know, whatever their uh, uh, their guy Trump is putting forth. 
a little more than a week ago, uh, Charlie Kirk. Again, I have I have a tremendous amount of admiration for Charlie Kirk as a young uh, as a guy. I think he was barely he was barely out of his teens. Started Turning Point USA as a way to get college students, young people, engaged in the political process and to extol the virtues of conservatism. Very worthwhile endeavor, and I give Charlie Kirk millions of kudos for it. But unfortunately, the organization seems to have turned into a mouthpiece for Trump. And if you're going to extol the virtues of conservatism, but yet you're sold out to a cult of personality, that that really defeats the purpose. Because you have plenty of good Republican candidates running for president in 2024 that can carry the mantle of conservatism. Some even better than Trump, I dare say. So Charlie Kirk tweeted out, and I didn't get to this last week, you know, he says every Republican, and he puts scare quotes around Republican, every Republican running for president should suspend their campaign and go to Miami as a show of support. If you don't, you are part of the problem. Either we have an opposition party or we don't. Go to Miami Tuesday and show solidarity or we will mark you as part of the opposition. I can't tell you how utterly moronic that is. And I get it. Charlie Kirk has a has a program on these airwaves. That's fine, but I'm not going to apologize for pointing out how stupid that is. It's stupid. It just is. It's dumb. Because what you're saying is you're not even bothering to address the substance of this indictment. Because if you were, you would realize this is serious. And here's another thing. If Trump were not indicted at all, and Democrats just stood idly by and says, you know what, let him try to be the candidate. He'll be the candidate. He'll lose again. And some of this stuff may not have a statute of limitations. I'm not 100% sure. But after Trump loses the general election in 2024, then we'll bring him up on, bring him up on charges. And again, I'm not saying don't bring him up on charges because this looks like, because, you know, if you, if you do bring him up on charges ahead of a presidential election, it'll look like a political witch hunt. Well, if there are legitimate legal issues that you can prove, and convict him on, okay, yeah, bring him up. The the Alvin Bragg DA, you know, the DA uh, Alvin Bragg out of Manhattan, that indictment, that that doesn't, there, there's nothing there there. So you can understand why people glean that this was a political witch hunt. So along those same lines, uh, so Gabe, if we have this soundbite ready, kind of number two, Pete Hegseth, friend of the broadcast. I like Pete personally, got him on speed dial. Heck, I could even call him right now, see if he'd want to come on and, and defend this. But he and Rachel Campos Duffy, and I forget who the other person was, they appeared on, I don't know if it was on Fox and Friends during the week or on Fox and Friends weekend, uh, kind of going along, taking the same tactic as what Charlie Kirk put out in his tweet. This is cut number two. Primary voters are going to be voting for Trump because if, you've, if you don't, you're basically saying, okay, yep, choose our candidate for us. Yeah. You, you pick our candidate. You think this establishment guy should be our nominee? You pick him. So uh, there'll be a lot of protest voting of, no, no one else will choose yeah. who we put forward. And I think it was so I, true. I mean, I don't know if any of them will do it, but what will it should. tell you if some do? OK, some show up, but the ones who don't, what does that tell Watch you? Watch how DeSantis played the first Delvin Bragg indictment the wrong way. Remember, he was kind of like, nah. yeah. he did like, really, you're not going to back this guy up after they come after him with with made He's up. He's a cultist. This time, He's, He's a Trump cultist. stronger this time. It's slightly stronger. A lot of them haven't been. Even we shouldn't um, be. You know, Vivek's been really good, but mm-hmm. we'll see. It's uh, that'll be interesting. There's a lot of politics. You not just the Trump stuff, but who shows you up? You can't just sit of... back and go, "Well, I'm going to benefit politically from this." Yeah. So just let it happen. Yeah. It's not one of those moments. It is not. I don't I think agree. so. I dare say, and I di- I woefully disagree with Pete Hegseth on many levels there, not the least of which, uh, I. I don't know that you will benefit politically by standing by Trump because these charges are very serious. Again, absolutely zero addressing the actual charges. Zero addressing of it. I mean, we are arguing back, you know, and if anybody does address the substance of it, they say, well, you know, Trump's the president and he can just declassify those documents and took them with him and he declassified them before he left office, except we saw a transcript of an audio recording where he readily admitted uh, some war plans from the Pentagon, as well as location of some American spies. He 
readily admitted on tape while at Mar-a-Lago, I'm not president anymore and this is classified. Oh, whoops, maybe I shouldn't have shared it, but it's too late to declassify it now. So he readily admits having classified information that he did not classify. So there goes that argument. And then people say, well, part of the Presidential Records Act. He can, he can take records out of the White House. He doesn't have to turn those over, except these are agency records. So if there are records from the Department of Defense or the Central Intelligence Agency, whatever, the president is in charge of overseeing those records, but they aren't his personal property. And he can't just take them with him as he leaves the White House. And even if he, under the Presidential Records Act, that's only for personal records. So if he says, well, I'm going to take these with me and I'm going to declare this part of the Presidential Records Act. Do you honestly think that he would get away with that if he took top secret Pentagon battle plans, war plans, and said, I'm going to take this this with me based on the Presidential Records Act? That would not be allowed to stand. And the Presidential Records Act is very strict in saying you have to declare something per, as personal according to the Presidential Records Act. Like, say, the pre- President Trump kept a log you know, a diary of his time in office. I'm going to, you know, I may want to write a book about this, you know, talk about the different interactions I may have had or different things I may have done while in the Oval Office or the White House. Okay. That's something personal to him, personal to the president, but agency records can never be declared as personal and he can never declare it as his under the presidential records act. So anybody who tries to defend the substance using the PRA is woefully mistaken, terribly mistaken, if they address the substance at all, which is why they must have realized that that argument was was shot down because now they're not going there. They're not even uh, they're not even addressing it. But put all of that aside. Eric Erickson at his Substack page, Eric Erickson, conservative commentator, makes a very good point about this. This is all a red herring. They talk about classified documents. Yeah, it's serious. But what really is the issue, the crux of the issue, is the obstruction. And again, this is from Eric Erickson's Substack page last week. When you hear all the spin and counterspin on television, please remember one key detail. Whether President Trump could or did declassify the documents in question is irrelevant to the prosecution. That's a red herring being dangled by some. The issue is that the former president withheld the documents from a federal grand jury and it is and is alleged to have not just hidden them from his own attorneys, but also asked his attorney to hide some from the FBI. That's the core issue, regardless of the document's classification and whether or not the former president could declassify them just by virtue of sending them to Mar-a-Lago. Again, not to debate the merits, but just keep in mind when you hear both sides screaming about the nature of classified documents, etc., I think there's your Exhibit A. There is Exhibit A, why the likes of Charlie Kirk, Pete Hegseth, and other high-profile Trump cultists are not addressing the substance of this lawsuit. That right there, because they know they can't defend it. So therefore, they're going to go to this blind loyalty test. And here's one more thing, and we'll go to a break. If it were any of the other candidates where the shoe was on the other foot were under indictment, unfairly, unjustly, Would Trump suspend his campaign and go to their defense and talk about the political witch hunt against, say, a Ron DeSantis or a Tim Scott or Nikki Haley? That's one of those uh, rhetorical questions, by the way. Brad Carlson in for Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We have one final segment coming up on the broadcast in mere moments. Go nowhere. From Lakeville to Lake Superior and Champlin to Chile, we're where you are. We are Intelligent Radio. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
Step into Red Wing shoes this season for a comfortable pair of waterproof footwear. They feature safety toe and regular toe work boots and shoes. Let their friendly fit experts find you the right footwear for your job in the right size. Remember, Red Wing also carries accessories, polish, socks, inserts, and more. Don't forget to ask about their mobile shoe service where they bring the store to you. Visit Red Wing shoes in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Red Wing shoes. Work is our work. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. What is dedication? I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg on today's headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. Tomorrow's closer edition will feature the headliner. Yeah, Mitch will be filling in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. Don't forget to tune in. And immediately following this broadcast, the new guy, Jack Tomzak, will be on with the aptly named Jack Tomzak Show. Again, that's from 3 to 5 right here on AM 1280. The Patriot. I did want to wrap up. You know, I, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, the PR disaster that was the Los Angeles Dodgers and the handling of their Pride Night, which took place last evening how they initially invited uh, you know, pri- a different uh, LGBTQIA plus 2S, whatever it is now. Or does the 2S go before LGBTQIA? I, I don't remember. There, I just learned of another component of it, 2S, which is the indigenous uh, non-binary uh, symbol, 2S, two spirits. Seriously, that is a thing. I just learned of this last week for, for what that's worth. So anyways, I digress. So the Dodgers invited a bunch of LGBTQ groups to celebrate Pride Night, June 16, which was last night. And then when they found out this uh, group, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, was this vile group that mocked uh, Catholics, they decided, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. We'll disinvite them. Well, the gay stopo, woko haram, whatever you want to call them, pushed back significantly 
and the Dodgers relented and reinvited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, and that prompted response from probably the face of the Dodgers franchise, Clayton Kershaw, basically saying, look, I don't think we should be disrespectful of anybody's faith. And relief pitcher Blake Trinan put out a very uh, thoughtful statement on this as well. Uh, And as a result, Pride Night took place last night, and this is a story from Fox News. Several hours before the first pitch was thrown at L.A. Dodgers Pride Night, a group of a large group of protesters gathered outside the stadium gates. The religious organization Catholics for Catholics, which has previously described the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence as godless and Christ-mocking, planned to travel to Dodger Stadium Friday in protest of the Dodgers' decision to recognize the charity group. Earlier this week, Catholics for Catholics announced its intention to hold a four-hour prayerful procession in the hours leading up to Friday's game. The sisters will receive the Community Hero Award during a pregame ceremony as part of the Dodgers' Pride Night. An article posted to the Catholics for Catholics official website noted that everyone was welcome to join the protest. All are welcome to join this event in reparation for the offenses committed against our Lord Jesus Christ and against all Christians by their sisters of perpetual indulgence, the article said. Well, I did see some clips of people protesting. It was a mass protest at the entrance of, to Dodger Stadium. And the pregame where they were celebrating these organizations, Dodger Stadium usually has 50,000 people per game. There were not a lot of folks there. And I don't know if they were being blocked from entry or didn't want to indulge or acknowledge or whatever. Who would have thought in an area that is rife with Hispanics like Los Angeles would be taken aback by people openly mocking the Catholic faith because Catholic is a pretty prominent religion among the Hispanic community, is it not? So, uh, again, the Dodgers completely bungled this whole thing. Uh, I guess later this month, maybe it's this month, maybe it's July, I don't remember exactly. We'll give it the publicity once I get the exact date. They are going to have a family faith night where other faiths are at least celebrated. So hopefully that brings a modicum of balance here. But, you know, this this is what happens. Just I don't know who runs the PR department for the Los Angeles Dodgers, but they completely bungled this. And they put statements out on their official Twitter account. But there's also a separate Twitter account in the Spanish language, Hispanic Dodgers Twitter account. Funny how they didn't uh, do a heavy promotion of Pride Night on that Twitter account. Huh. Amazing how that uh, works out. All our religions are not created equal, apparently. So, folks, as always, I've enjoyed it. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Again, Mitch is in for me tomorrow on the Closer edition of the NARN. We hopefully hope you can tune in. God bless you all. God bless America. Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on, uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Experiencing an injury or illness? Wondering if you'll be able to keep your job or when you can return to work? The Minnesota Retain program may be able to help. Participants may qualify for free support from experts who can guide you through the next steps to get you back to work quickly and safely. Visit mnretain.com or call 507-284-4537 to learn more. Minnesota Retain is fully funded under a grant awarded by the U.S. Department of Labor and the Social Security Administration. This message is brought to you by Minnesota Retain, this station, and the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. Al Malmberg here. Sunday morning on the World of Aviation, we're going to welcome Brett Major to the program. He is a top 1% in the field of aircraft maintenance and inspection. He's not only provided his services to the military and the Department of Defense, but also most of the major air carriers in the United States. He is considered an aviation expert. Hear his story this Sunday morning on the World of Aviation, right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. You're smart, you're busy, and don't have time to waste on the mainstream media cycle. Salem News Channel.
breaks that cycle. Topics that matter from hosts worth watching. Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. Salem News Channel, not like the other guys. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find everything you need to know at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised. Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised. Master Pool and Spa is having a special Father's Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Our factories have demanded we sell 100 hot tubs and swim spas this week. Huge factory incentives, factory rebates. We can remove your old hot tub. Free delivery of your new hot tub. Hot tubs starting at $2,999. Free delivery. Just relax and enjoy. 394 in Louisiana, St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Master Pool and Spa. Sale ends this Sunday. 952 253 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.